0: The International Association of Privacy Professionals has introduced a new certification called the Certified Information Privacy Technologist, or CIPT. What is this new certification? Who is it designed for? And how is it being taught? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking about the CIPT today with J.C. Cannon. He's a privacy advocate and author, who's got more than 25 years of software development experience. JC, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Uh, My pleasure. So, JC, to start out with, give me some context. Tell me a bit about the CIPT and what's unique about this certification.
1: Well, the CIPT certification is the first of its kind private certification. It, It basically covers protecting data on the client, the server, across the network. It covers privacy by design creating privacy notices and policies, the Internet of Things, and much, much more. I I think the thing that differentiates it from any other type of certification is, first of all, it's focused on privacy, and secondly, it covers a broad range of topics and also goes deep on several topics, you know, focusing specifically on technology and IT professionals.
0: So you're hinting at the next question I want to ask, which is, but but it's a good question, and and, and it it comes down to who is this for, and more important, why is this certification needed?
1: Well, it's designed for, you know, IT security and software professionals who want a deeper understanding of how privacy impacts their day-to-day lives. It's also for anyone who manages personal data and wants a better understanding of how to apply proper privacy practices to how to process that data. The reality is, even though you're great at security or identity management or policy creation, there's always going to be those areas that you don't truly understand. And this certification helps to give you that that depth of experience across the board from policy creation, technology, and, and understanding how to build products, you know, with privacy in mind.
0: And is it needed because privacy really is something that needs to spread beyond privacy professionals and become embedded in the organization? I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's what I'm gathering.
1: (laughs) Well, the reality is because of recent incidents, you know, continual data breaches, a lot of collection being happening on on the Internet. And, of course, people hearing about the government uh, surveillance program, also, you know, lack of uh, password protection uh, people are just more and more afraid it, it, It's odd that in this day and age it's still difficult to make a purchase online and protect your credit card and, and so for those reasons, people want to understand how do I protect myself it, and not just the credit card data but also you know emails and chats, you know people worried about their photos getting placed on the internet when they don't want them to and so uh, this helps them to understand. Uh, not just the commercial side of it or business side, but also, you know, how to do things in your home to protect your families and yourself.
0: So, JC, how is the certification being taught? And, you know, tell us your role in this as well, because I know you've got a big role in, in teaching classes.
1: Uh, firstly, to get the background on what the CIPT is and what resources available, the IAPP website at privacyassociation.org provides a lot of great background information. You know, you can also get online and formal training from the IAPP. Uh, To see uh, the schedules for either one of those, of course, once again, go to their site. Now, uh, I think the best model is, of course, getting the in-person training where people like myself and other instructors who have, you know, vast experience in privacy and technology can give you that hands-on training. Uh, there's also uh, self-training that you can download and prepare for. Uh, there's a book that you can buy. And, and then, again, uh, there's the certification training and then the, the certification test itself that happens by the IAPP.
0: Okay, so, JC, let's back away from the CIPT for a moment and just talk about what organizations need to be teaching their rank-and-file employees today about privacy.
1: I, I think it starts off with, you know, how individuals should be protecting their own information because uh, the better a person can protect their own information, the better they can protect an organization's information. And, of course, it, it starts with how to have strong passwords. I, I can't emphasize it enough, you know, today still, you know, the top three bad passwords, are of course, password 123456 and then, of course, 12345678 as if more digits makes it stronger understanding SSL and how to protect themselves with that, how to um, block cookies, uh, just doing a simple thing of looking at the security and privacy features of the applications and services they use every day. It's amazing how many times people use browsers for years and never know how to turn on private browse mode, for example, or how to delete cookies or or block cookies from some specific websites. And so those kinds of things are really important to teach individuals. And, of course, depending on what your job is, you know, protecting data or building applications, building websites, of course, you need to get a a different type of focus training.
0: And so for an organization that really needs to have a privacy program, what are some of the initial steps to get that started?
1: Organizations need to take a, a step back and really evaluate themselves to a certain degree. For example, You know, what are their privacy principles that they actually want to stand behind? What is the actual uh, privacy practices that impact them, the legislation? Because if they're operating in Canada and United States and European Union, then all of those things are going to impact them. They need to understand what their customers' expectations are in order to make sure that they're not having any particular practices that are going to offend them or or, uh, alienate them. If they belong to industry organizations such as the IAB or NAI, then they're going to have specific privacy uh, principles that apply to them or codes of conduct that apply to them. Um, once they have an understanding of exactly what the impact of external internal uh, pressures are around privacy, then they need to go off and start building those privacy policies, uh, privacy uh, processes, training, which is a very important piece of it, You know, all the policies in the world aren't going to do any good if your employees don't understand what they are and and how they relate to them. And the next thing, of course, is auditing. So build your policies and processes, train your employees, and then audit everything to make sure they're running smoothly.
0: You talked before about some of the measures that organizations can take, like password protection, getting smarter about passwords. Based on the organizations you see, what are some of the fundamental things they can be doing to better protect critical data, particularly customer data?
1: There's a lot of things they can do, and I'll talk about the simple stuff first. You know, SSO on your website is just an easy thing to do. Having it by default uh, can do that. You know, having start TLS on the servers, having HSTS on the client side, enforcing password uh, length and strength within the organization are the simple things. And, of course, encrypting data at rest. Minimization principles, I think, is just one of the things that all organizations should be looking at. Don't collect data if you don't need it. Only use the data that you really need to for specific processes. Only share data that you need to share uh, based on requests. And don't keep it any longer than you have to. Those are the, the, the simple things you can do. Now there's some harder things, that can happen, but the technology exists for them. And one of those things is encrypting all of your data right away and then using these advanced techniques to be able to process that data even though it's encrypted. For example... Differential privacy submits you to do the statistical analysis on encrypted data. So think if you're the Census Bureau and you have lots of data across, you know, the nation, you want to be able to find out trends and, and, and understand demographics, you can actually perform that analysis using differential privacy without exposing any of that data. Um, secondly, performing transactions on the Internet, like making purchases. You know, using blind signatures and zero knowledge can permit someone to make a purchase have those items sent to their house, and then no one actually knows anything about the credit card number, the address, or even who made that purchase. And, and those kinds of things exist today. And, and thirdly, there's this thing called multi-party computation that can permit multiple companies to actually exchange and perform computation on each other's data without exposing any of the data itself. For example, let's say that you know my company's being hacked and your company's being hacked and we want to actually compare our logs to see if there's any similarities. Now, we can actually share and compare that information in an encrypted fashion and find out where the commonalities are without ever exposing the original data at all. I mean, uh, those are some simple and some complex things that can be done, but all that information exists today online. Researchers are doing a lot of great work, but unfortunately companies don't want to do that, I guess, extra effort to integrate that.
0: So, JC, a lot of our conversation has been about what can be done by non-privacy professionals, but I want to come back to the profession. For somebody entering the profession today, what do you believe are the must-have skills and experiences they need to bring to their roles?
1: Well, the first thing is truly understanding what privacy legislation exists because that will help them understand what may impact your organization. Uh, next, understanding you know what true transparency control and the minimization principles are. Um, keeping up with the daily, oh, let's, let's not be so uh, cynical, let's say uh, weekly or monthly privacy incidents that occur in the press. So not only do they understand what incidents are occurring, but how companies respond to them, how they actually fix those things. I mean, you, you want someone who's familiar with the privacy landscape. You know, understanding legislation, the regulations, uh, what impacts people as far as um, their knee-jerk reaction, what offends them, and that can help you build better products, services and, and websites. So having that basis before going into a company and saying, I want to be a private professional, it's going to do a lot for their career.
0: Well, great, and to bring us back full circle, we started out by talking about the Certified Information Privacy Technologist program, For people that want to learn more about it, where can they get more information, and where will there be upcoming training?
1: The IAPP website at privacyassociation.org has all the information you need on this certification, how to get the training, and how to actually take the certification test itself. The CIPT is going to be launched this September in San Jose at the IAPP Academy. I believe that's September 16th to the 20th in San Jose at the Convention Center. And of course, the, the privacyassociation.org uh, website will give you all the details on that. They will be providing the first trainings. And as a matter of fact, I will be in there <laughs> as well uh, providing some of the training. And you can take certification during that academy as well.
0: Excellent. JC, I appreciate your time today. I appreciate your insight and your information. Thank you very much. My pleasure. I've been talking about the Certified Information Privacy Technologist Training Class and Examinations. I've been talking with J.C. Cannon, privacy advocate and author. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.